Thought Bubble Audio. I'm Kirsty, and I'm Kelsey, and it's time to hate watch with us. Welcome to our show about the things we love and the things we hate and the things we love to hate. And most importantly, welcome to the 2021 really fucking good television awards for nice people only. We got there. <laughs> I hadn't once thought about the acronym until I got to that exact moment. You know, I've tried multiple times to like write out the acronym, but the acronym is so unattractive. No, yes. it's not worth it. There are some things in this life that just don't deserve to be shortened. Correct. That's one of them. I, I, yes. The essence of this award show lives in the inexplicably long, but very detailed name yes yeah (laughs) (laughs) so yeah we're here to talk about our highlights of 2021 television highlights of television in 2021 that's a better sentence yeah yeah um this is our like what fifth sixth awards let's see we did an award we started many the podcast in 2016 so we would have done an award show in january of 17 (gasps) january 18 january 19 20 21 this is our sixth one Mm. that's crazy wow yeah this is one of our favorite events of the year even though kirstie begrudges it for the like quarter leading up to it (laughs) i stress out about it so badly for months and the whole time kelsey is like it's fine you've watched television i'm like no i've never seen a single television show (laughs) even i think today she's like i don't know anything about television (laughs) (laughs) what is tv it comes in spurts because then you have moments where you look up like one article and you're like i watch tv and then the next day it's like, <laughs> and then I've i never start seen having TV. too many ideas so then i'm like wait i've watched so much tv this year how can i possibly remember any right. and then i get overexcited and then all of my my television babies start fighting with each other over which category they're gonna live in it was like a very difficult year to mm-hmm. determine some of these categories and some of them i'm still not even confident in which is stressful I actually, for once, this is like, I've, I had a couple years there where I was really winging it. But this is and, your year? And I feel good about my year. Wow. I'm not saying that I didn't pull any of my old antics. I mean. <laughs> there's always going to be good... some hijinks in my nominations. <laughs> this is a good time to remind everyone or tell new people about yeah. our parameters for the awards. So the first parameter is that it has to be for nice people. Yes. Nice people only. Mm-hmm. Um, the second parameter is that it should be something that came out in 2021. Mm-hmm. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> I can confidently say that everything on my list came out in 2021. I think that's true for me, too. And then the third parameter is that it should be television, although those lines blur (laughs) more and more every year. More and more. So, you know, it's as television as television is, which is pretty much anything these days. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's it, right? That's it. That's the show. All right. All right. 
Uh, do you want to introduce our first category? Um, how does this go? So one person says it and then says their nomination right away, or do we switch yes. off those? No, you say the category and your nomination, okay. then I say mine, and then we agree who wins, and then the next person goes. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'll go ahead. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to come in like the hottest you could possibly come. Oh, boy. This category, I mean, we start off hot. It's Wildest Ride. <laughs> this I'm is... very concerned that I'm about to get scooped, but anyway. Uh-oh. <laughs> the gamble you have to take here. <laughs> um, hands down, this was the first one I knew was going to be the award this year, and it was the most correct one on my entire list. The Wildest Ride of 2021 was absolutely without a doubt Daniel Radcliffe and Asless Chaps singing She'll Be Coming Around the Mountain. (laughs) (laughs) See, I don't want to spoil it, but this is where I got scooped, but not in this category. Ah! (laughs) I knew this was the gamble. This is the gamble every time. To be clear, you win because it's not incorrect. (laughs) Like it, and like, whatever we've given shows multiple awards before if you can win the emmy every emmy every year for like 20 years like dan rod can win (laughs) multiple (laughs) he watched those awards agreed yeah Um, Yeah, that that broke something inside of me in a good way that like never repaired itself never i am a fully changed person because like of that, that scene. I've, I don't think I've ever sent you a more important 911. And no. I was just, I was rattled. Like, it was, and, it just came over me where you I'm were like, rattled, oh. like, did not adequately prepare me. Like, I thought, I couldn't. How I could thought I? you were rattled because there was like <laughs> dramatic acting happening. Like, I thought we were about to go into like a plot. No. And, uh, I mean, it was a plot. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't it was barely a plot <laughs> i just want to like it was a plot to destroy us who put this in i want to congratulate daniel radcliffe for just yes. doing it it was it was a moment that will live with us for all time truly so my i want to hear your nomination my my wildest ride which i say loosely um, I decided to take Dan Rad out of the running for this one mm. um, for reasons that I will justify at a later time. Sure. Um, and so I was like, in the absence of assless chaps, what else <laughs> just really sent me this year? <laughs> sure. <laughs> and that thing was the rise and fall of Lexi, the second stew in season six of Below Ooh. Deck Med. Ooh. Yeah. Closely followed up by the saga of Sandy versus Malia in season yeah. six of Below Deck Med. <laughs> yeah. Like the workplace drama was just at an unbelievable peak this year. <laughs> an unbelievably like petty peak. Oh, too. so petty. It was different than like it wasn't like star-crossed lovers on a yacht drama no. it was it was petty workplace drama it was straight up workplace stuff it was just yeah. straight up people who can't play nice yeah um yeah. lexi also, was one of the more unhinged people that has been on below deck Med, oh, i believe like 
absolutely unhinged. It's not that was the thing for me is it's not that there was drama on the boat because she couldn't do her job. It was like she was just yeah, completely buck wild. <laughs> she was just completely wild. Like in terms of things that will stay with us forever from this year, like Daniel Radcliffe and Nassau Chap, sure, but also her like drunkenly shouting, <laughs> I am Satan is like <laughs> Really up there. She crawls into her top bunk. Yeah. <laughs> Always from the top notebook. bunk, like a perch. <laughs> Literally has written in it, like, I am Satan. <laughs> like, what? Unreal. Absolutely unreal. Yeah. <sighs> I think that's a great nomination. Yeah. I can't, I mean, it's it's no, not going to win, Dan, but. Dan Rad had to win it. There's no other choice, but, like, that yeah. was pretty wild. We're off to a great start. Great start. All right. So our next category is one that I struggled with. And then when I had my breakthrough moment, Mm. I was so excited for myself. I was excited for this actress. I was excited for everybody who's gotten to experience the television this year. Mm. And so the category is favorite Canadian person. Yes. And my favorite Canadian person this year. Whoa. Whoa. (laughs) My favorite Canadian person this year is Maitreyi Ramakrishnan. Is she Canadian? She was born in Ontario! Congratulations! I was so excited when I found that out! Congratulations! That's amazing! I don't know if she still identifies as Canadian, but she was born in Ontario, so I'm taking the W. No, you you absolutely can. That's, That's incredible. Yeah. Um... You do win because my favorite Canadian person is an honorary Canadian. Oh. But someone who I just felt like needed to be mentioned in this um, in this category amongst these honorable nominees. Sure. Um, and that person, you don't know, um, but it is, it is Sal from the season four of The Great Pottery Throwdown. <laughs> <laughs> and she... Lived in Canada for a time, and that is, she talked about it quite a lot, (laughs) but I particularly thought she brought some, some, like, Canadian energy throughout the whole season, and she was one of the last people who got eliminated wrongfully, Mm. and in, in the first or second episode, she made a bowl, I believe, and it was inspired by her dog. It was yellow. It had her dog around it. And it also had the words, my dog loves cheese, written around oh. <laughs> That's so pure. It was so pure. And if we're talking about nice people only, Sal is a nice person only. That's the nicest thing. <laughs> I love that. I love that for Sal. I love that for your Canadian, whose name I boldly will not go to pronounce because you did such a good job of it. I practiced. Can you do it again? It's Maitreyi Ramakrishnan. What a great job you just did. She posted a a thing to her Twitter. About how to say it? A voice memo. And it's this whole voice memo about her whole journey to, like, come to accept, like, forcing people to say her name correctly. Yeah. Um, which is like totally fair and valid. And then at the end of it, she like says it a couple times very slowly. That's awesome. So 
I practiced. I tried to get my mouth used to it. <laughs> I hope I <laughs> did, did okay. Good job. <laughs> Na- I have a name that's hard to pronounce, so I appreciate that it is fraught. Yes. Uh, so there you go, my favorite Canadian. And uh, for those of you who may not know, she's from Never Have I Ever. So if you haven't watched it, mm-hmm. it's a show about a nice girl who's trying to learn how to be a nice person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And w- w- we have a lot of feelings about it. It's very important television. It. Yes. <laughs> if uh, if you have not seen Never Have I Ever, then you should mark it when we get to the most important television that Kirstie missed this year as the most important television that you have missed this year. Agreed. Listener. sign. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Awesome. Um, next award is Lil Higgy's Knitting Corner Award, which we give to shows that embody the spirit of Lil Higgy, which is a lot <laughs> inside joke related to Lil Sebastian and niceness on television and also shows that you can watch while knitting. It's like buried so deep in the archives at this point that you almost just have to like accept. Yeah. You just have Lil to Higgy's accept knitting it. corner. Lil Higgy's knitting corner. Um I I have like mixed feelings about my nominee, but I do feel like it brought a certain energy mm-hmm. to um to television. And I'm going to nominate Baking It. (laughs) I don't know this one. Which is a little six episode Peacock original that dropped in December that is like a cheap uh, baking competition in the Making It universe and in the Making It soundstage. Like they just were like, we have this set up. Let's do another show in it because we can. And so it follows the making it premise, which is like a very earnest iteration of your Bake Off premise. Um, and your, but it's for crafts. And then this one was obviously more baking. Mm-hmm. Um, but we had a different energy, which was Andy Samberg and Maya Rudolph hosting. They sang songs. They slapped. Oh my <laughs> so, god. So that part. Excellent. Excellent. And then this show really leaned into the like the, the dumbness is not the right word, but they didn't take it seriously at all. And so the um the judges were grandmas. <laughs> <laughs> and everything was kind of it was all holiday themed and it was like I don't know, like, themes are loosey-goosey, like, do what you want, everyone's stuff is good. And the contestants were, like, a little too earnest for me still, and they cared a little bit more deeply than I think they needed to for this particular show, but the vibe of, like, judges who don't, you know, who are grandmas (laughs) sit around and just are like... Like, we're not talking about, like, professional bakers. Right, they had some, like, credentials, but they weren't, like, you know... They were like, Not like Paul blue Hollywood. ribbon high winners, you know. Yeah. And then the singing, the Andy Samberg and Maya Rudolph energy they brought was really <laughs> great. And I just like it it worked for me. I got a lot of knitting done. Um loved it. I love that. What do you got? So mine is a little bit of cheating. Mm-hmm. It meets the criteria in the sense that it did have a season this year. Mm-hmm. It is cheating because I have not watched that season yet. <laughs> but, but I feel confident that 
the newest season, whatever season that may be, uh, would still qualify. Okay. Based on my experience with season one so far. And I also, I think this might be controversial, so we'll see how it goes. But my entry is what we do in the shadows. Wow. I don't know if you've tried knitting to that or any other kind of multitasking, but that show falls into my absolute ideal for, like, half brain on television, Mm. where it's like, I can be paying maybe 60% attention and get everything I need out of it. And whatever moment I hop in with my brain, I'm going to enjoy whether or not I've really been paying attention to it. And I did do some pretty good knitting while watching it. I mean, that I, is a good criteria. I don't know exactly how much it's for nice people, but I think it's like nice enough. I think it's for nice people. My qualm is that I do not find it conducive to knitting whatsoever. Oh, really? I think there's so many, like, visual sight gags that they do that I always want to be, like, giving it my full attention. Like, that's Mm. a put-your-phone-down show for me. Uh Uh-huh. And I think with when I knit, I really need something that I don't care what's happening on the screen for, and that's, like, not a show that I can do that for. Hmm. But I love that it works for you. Yeah, it works great for me. I even did some weaving. While watching no. it, which is not an eyes up activity. So, I no. mean, it could just be that I'm doing a show a disservice here. <laughs> <laughs> That's my takeaway. I also find that it's, like, too frenetic for me. Really? To be, to, I don't find it frenetic at all. It doesn't bring Higgy energy to me. I find it very comforting. I'm gonna it's let like you, something about like the pacing of it. Or I'm whatever. gonna let you have it because I don't feel strongly about mine as a like tentpole show for the year, <laughs> and I <laughs> and I feel like your production of crafted goods speaks for itself. I've done a lot of crafting this year, mm-hmm. and you've watched a good chunk of what we do in the shadows. I was proud of you. Yeah, that was your most mis- important television that you missed last year, I believe. Was it? Let me check. I have a tab for that. (laughs) No, I can't check. Uh, Yes, it was. Okay. So you did your homework. How can I I not reward that with an award in 2021? (laughs) The real Lil Higgy was that I did my job. Yeah. Lil Higgy would be proud of me. (laughs) I don't know. I like watched it on my basement couch, which is very cozy. And so it felt Higgy to me. There's also a part of Little Higgy's Knitting Corner, which is me being the Ben Wyatt being like, I don't get it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. Done. (laughs) It is is to be said, so it is. Alright, so the next one is Most Cinematic Visual Mm -hmm. in TV this year. I went for low-hanging fruit on this one. Okay. And I, mostly this was just because I wanted to highlight a moment I enjoyed. Okay. <laughs> um, I think there were other moments that would have qualified, but we're going with this. And that is the woodworking montage from Never Have I Ever. Whew. That was cinematic AF. It was cinematic. I rewatched that season this weekend and uh-huh. I sent Kirsty a good lengthy Snapchat of that moment. Yeah, they had the angles. 
There was it was so gratuitous, and I so loved gratuitous. it. So gratuitous. There's lots of really important lighting. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Very cinematic. I think that's a great, great pick. Yeah. Um, my pick is something I want you to visualize with me. Okay. <laughs> okay is so it Dan Rad and Assless Chaps? It's, it's not, but I thought about it. This That moment fit in almost every category. <laughs> Um, so visualize like a finely, meticulously pruned garden, a California garden, if you will. Okay. <laughs> and <laughs> three chairs one might have purchased from Christopher Knight on Wayfair. <laughs> a little coffee table in the middle of this outdoor patio. Unbelievable. <laughs> one legendary talk show host icon and two self-exiled royal family members <laughs> what do we have the most iconic moment on television this year the lifetime original film <laughs> harry <laughs> escape from the palace <laughs> I don't know who those people are. <laughs> oh my god. Well, it may not be impressively cinematic. It was a defining visual that we will all see until the end of time. We all watched it. <laughs> And yeah, Lifetime already replicated it. It was trend yeah. setting or something, guys. <laughs> yeah. The uh silent or silenced yeah. thing is like one of the few like big cultural bonding moments that I feel like we truly yeah. have left in a time of fragmented television. I agree. Like that's one that my ch I'm certain my child's gonna hear about and not know where it came from. You know what I mean? <laughs> like this. Already heard us say, <laughs> without a doubt. <laughs> I'll give it to you. I'll wow. give you Oprah. Wow. I feel like you can't argue with Oprah. Thank you so much. <laughs> it's a real win <laughs> for Team Sussex. Oh uh, yeah, they need it. <laughs> No. <laughs> They're fine. Talk about a petty queen, man. That no kidding. front page apology just made my life. <laughs> anyway. We're not talking about that today. Um, romantic most romantical moment of television is next. And this is a category I struggled with, which is alarming. I struggled so badly. I changed my mind like 14 times, and then I changed my mind 30 seconds ago. The thing is, there were a lot of, like, rom-coms out there, but not a lot of, like, swooping romance. And I think mm -hmm. that's what I want this category to be. Yeah. And I kind of picked a dual moment. Um but I think they go hand in hand, kind of. But both of them, like, got me in, in a good way. Um, and both of them relate to your last nomination. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, while, while it is fraught, 
my choice is Paxton Hall Yoshida climbing through the window, like showing up at Davy's house in the mm. rain and climbing through the window. Yeah. And secondly, him showing up to prom to be her prom date in public. Yeah. It that was, was a good moment. I, I, yeah, I loved it. With I'm some gonna, good, good, sweet high school romance. Anyway, go ahead. As opposed to putting forward an actual nomination, I'm just going to do a stream of consciousness mm-hmm. and we can see what we land on. Help. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> do you want to start with where I started on this journey or where I ended and work backwards? What's the what's the better delivery? What's the better like? All right, outcome? so I I think it's about the same. All right, I think it just depends on how quickly we reveal how cheesy I am deep down inside. Let's start where you started and, and go to the <laughs> okay. end. So, I I couldn't think of much that felt romantic at all this year. Mm-hmm. Um, especially like in the absence of an Outlander. Yeah. Like, there just, there wasn't much that usually does it for me. The best I could think of was Bridgerton. Oh. And, and yeah, that, <laughs> I think I said to you that uh, you were going to judge me or something. I can't remember how I phrased it for what my <laughs> pick was. And, and I went back and forth on it for a long time for a few reasons. One, I'm not convinced Bridgerton is for nice people. I mm-hmm. keep waffling on it. I okay. can't decide. Yep. There are nice people within it, but I don't know if niceness is the soul of that story. Mm-hmm. So, not a hundred percent there. Um, and then the the particular moment I thought of is like such low hanging fruit. It's like the one thing everyone was obsessed with all year, oh boy. and that's the "I burn for you" moment. Mm. And like. I guess I'm basic because it did it for me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought it was sweet. Fuck me. <laughs> but rattled. then rattled. Okay. But then I was like, that's too easy. There had to have been a more impactful, less obvious romantic mm-hmm. moment. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> this is like everything Kelsey's ever wanted right now. Like <laughs> I'm like rattled for myself and she is oh just God. like vibing over here. <laughs> <laughs> so then I was like, okay, what else do we have? And I landed on the stairway sex scene. Oh. Which I think is also fraught. Yep. But I decided that I feel like it's romantic because they're both super fucking mad at each other. They've been through this huge betrayal of each other. Like mm-hmm. both si- both of them feel deeply betrayed by everything that's gone down in their marriage. Hello, I'll get it. <laughs> and then they just like at the- another one oh, no. I was about to say all they want is to come together <laughs> do they is that what they want <laughs> oh, no. oh no they're just mad at each other 
each other and try to find each other through all the messiness. I can't, yeah. I can't fix it at this point. <laughs> but just bluff her. They just like are so passionate about each other. So they wow. just had to make it happen in that moment, even though they're fucking mad and there's more to it. But like, anyway, I have to stop talking about it because I just keep hearing puns, <laughs> sex puns. So then <laughs> you were, so then where I ended. Yeah. Which is the wildest ride of this episode, I'd be willing to say. <laughs> is uh, you said something, I, I think when you were talking about baking it, that, um, reminded me of this but of a fun romantical time that i got deep into yeah was which it, this was not an on-screen romance but it was deeply tied to a specific television performance well okay there are conspiracy <laughs> theories oh boy and that is the relationship between the eurovision contestants ticks from norway and effendi from oh my God. Somewhere. Can't remember now which is Yeah. Because he, so he started this whole his song was Fallen Angel. Yes. And with the wings. With the wings and the demons and the chains. that are chained yeah. to him. And <laughs> the whole song is about being in love with someone that's better than him and how he's basically a trash human. And then during the lead up to the semifinals, like once everybody arrived in Rotterdam, he started, well, even before this, like when during the national selections, he started like trying to flirt with her through like press tour. I like genuinely don't know what is happening to me right now. I talked about this at the time. You did. Everybody got to Rotterdam and he kept like trying to harass her. And then by the end of the contest, she was doing interviews where she was talking about moving to Norway to marry him. <laughs> and the conspiracy theory was that Tix made it up to get a bunch of press for his song. Whoa. <laughs> but that she might have accidentally fallen in real love with him. Whoa. because the Eurovision fandom is buck wild so there's videos that like break down the conspiracy <laughs> and that like analyze interviews that both of them have done oh, no. <laughs> and I just think it's amazing I love the performance art of the whole thing I just think it's beautiful <laughs> Jesus I would Christ. watch that rom-com if they took the Tix and Effendi story and made it into a movie I would be there wow so I don't even know how to, like, digest <laughs> this journey. I know a lot just happened. I just, like, threw a lot at you. You did. <laughs> I think you win by default, but that's just where my head was on this That's kind of where I'm at, too. I'm like, do I win? <laughs> Although, like, I will say in a... In in defense of my win, <laughs> I rewatched Bridgerton in the fall, mm-hmm. and I really didn't love it. I see. I said this at the time that I didn't think it was meant for a rewatch. It's not. It was I, a really I fun like tried. thing to get swooped up into, mm-hmm. and you never need to go back to it. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel about it. 
And I, I don't even know that I need this. I don't think I need season two. I don't I think don't... I need to stay in the universe, you know? Yeah. I mean, I probably will, but like, I don't need it. I think it was kind of like a point in time thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Had a lot to do with what we were all going through. And but here we, we are all... again. <sighs> we're about to embark on war of the period dramas. So like, who yeah. knows? <laughs> yeah. So. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. We have a huge award coming up. We yes, quite huge. a quite a huge one. Quite literally, quite a well endowed award. Maybe a well endowed award. <laughs> um, and that is maybe my favorite award of every year. Yeah, the is he hot or is he tall award. And I think over the years we've taken a rather broad interpretation of this award. Hmm. Um, there's some some room to play with this award, but generally it is to um, honor those men who are hot or tall or hot and tall, should we be so lucky. Correct. Um, so I think it's possible this is the second year in a row I'm putting forward someone who's under six feet. Wow. So, shout out to our 5'11 kings. Yeah. Um, for those of you who have not been around for our hot and tall theory of thirst, six foot <laughs> is the hot line. Yep. And if you are under the hot line and you are perceived to be hot, then your tallness does not impact the read of your hotness. <laughs> yes. Versus correct. if you're over the hot line. <laughs> yep. It's more likely that you're just tall. Yeah. And your hotness deserves scrutiny. So, our 5'11 king of the year is Reggae Jean Page of Bridgerton. Wow. I decided this early in the year and I just never changed my mind. Wow. Yeah. Because I, I would have guessed the dude was like 6'1". That's true. He He's shorter than I thought. He has tall man energy. He does. Mm-hmm. Um, I have... I have a candidate to discuss, I think. Okay. Um, I feel I think I know my opinion, but I'm putting <laughs> forth Nicholas Braun from Succession, who is 6'7". He is a tall man. And he is, as his, at least on Succession, as he's <laughs> become more successful or more looped into the money, <laughs> he's gotten hotter. <laughs> Are they just styling him hotter? Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. But I think he has the capacity to be hot. He looks so different in all of these, like, non-succession pictures. Look for, like, season three. Okay. Because I ha- it was only in season three that I started to be like, is he? So I- I've been waiting to have oh, this conversation. Oh, they're doing stuff with his hair now. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Uh, well, interestingly, he's over. So six three is the peak of the hot bell curve, right? So it's and he's like far almost over to the it. point of being awkward, right? 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 I mean, it's beyond so that, because I was but... going to say maybe this is where the hotness comes into play, but I'm not sure. But I feel like it's worth consideration. Like for your consideration, <laughs> <laughs> this is my campaign. <laughs> I, you know. Like, it's perhaps, perhaps. He might be. 
he has facial hair in some of these, and that's not a bad look for most I, men. I do feel it. Like, I would like to give this large man a hug. <laughs> See what you're working with. Would you like to do a ham analysis? <laughs> I don't want to do the Google required. <laughs> Fair. But I think I want us to all take a minute here because... I think we already know our answer to this award, and Uh it is neither of these men. Yeah. Because the hottest or tallest man in 2021 is Tequila Sam. I'm sorry. Uh, Oh, yeah. No, you are correct. I'm sorry. You are correct. Mr. Hot and Tall in Perpetuity discovering himself in his 40s as Tequila Sam. Hell yeah. You're right. That is the hottest and tallest man this year, hands down. Hands down. I don't even think he was on television. I don't care. Like, <laughs> he probably was. He he acts sometimes. I, j- I just. Yeah. You can't beat it. It's his finest form. This is his finest form. When when the Mexico Instagram photos started appearing, Kelsey yeah. and I were sending each other those posts in a panic. Like, yeah. Yeah. What is what is this evolution? The like. Less fitness, more tan. Yep. Less trying so hard vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Finest form. Absolute finest form. Hell yeah, Tequila Sam. Tequila Sam. Hottest and tallest man, 2021. (laughs) And in perpetuity. And in perpetuity. Mr. Hot and Tall in perpetuity. (laughs) Shout out to the runners up. I don't think this is even the first year where we've pulled that stunt. No. <laughs> but it's the correct answer. I, it is I the can't. Answer. I can't. Okay. Um, our next award, unless, do we need to do an in memoriam section? Is this the midpoint? I have in memoriam as the second to last. I don't know if that's correct. We can do that now. Okay. Um, wh- how are you, how are you framing in memoriam? Do you want to go first here? Um, I couldn't think of any TV shows that I cared about that got canceled this year, and I very half-heartedly Googled and then stopped. Um, so once again, I'm cheating and going with low-hanging fruit, and we're going to go with a literal in memoriam, and mm. we're just going to shout out to Betty White. Betty White. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Do you want water? <laughs> there was a whole incident with... A bottle of wine. It's fine. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Um, um, yeah. I was thrilled to see her in Everwood this year. Everwood doesn't qualify for awards, as we all know. Yep. But Betty White qualifies in my heart. I think that's fair. She's probably on TV this year. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> um... I think I have a couple shows that got canceled this year. Um, Superstore was probably my favorite of the bunch. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Pen15, which I've only seen one season of, but that is delightful. So I have two more seasons hiding for that. Um, Kim's Convenience that we watched all of this year, which I'm really not not going to like say is great, but it's fine. And AP Bio, which is also... Not great, but fine. It, we did the pilot of AP Bio for Pilot Palooza no, one year, I think. No. We watched it at some point together. We did not watch it together. Well, I ended up watching it. And the only reason I would have watched it is because of this podcast. And wow. I hated it. 
So the fact wow. that you kept watching it, like, absolutely rattled me. <laughs> I did not watch it for Metapolis. <laughs> I can't. We had to have watched no. it for the podcast because I never would have watched it on my own. Wow. But I know I watched the pilot. Well. Yeah. You know it'll prove this. <laughs> Our feed, if anyone wants to scroll. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> Tell us who's right. Anyway. If anyone's listened to almost 200 episodes of this and managed to retain it and wants to, like, settle the debate for us. Yeah. Go for it. <laughs> Five stars only. <laughs> Five stars only. Um, okay, so, kind of speaking of... Our next category is the most Michael Schur moment of the year, which is channeling the spirit of what Michael Schur has put forth in the universe. And I am choosing a moment that I was torn on where I was going to put, but I knew it had to be somewhere. Mm -hmm. And that is Girls 5 Eva. (laughs) Specifically when in the finale episode they all decide to do the Jingle Ball performance. It's Jingle Ball, right? Yeah. Um, And, oh my god, what's her name? I can't remember the character who, like, gets surprised by it in particular. She's, like, the one who's on, uh, like, doing the hosting for it. I don't I learn character her names name. until like season five. So yeah, I know. <laughs> anyway, she's doing the hosting for the sh- for Jingle Ball, and she's like really hates her life the most out of all of them. And they all decide to do it together, like a spur of the moment thing. And she like freaks out, and it's like a it's just a good a good feel good moment that felt like felt like Mike sure mm-hmm. influenced that show in general has some some Mike sure characteristics. So definitely overall that but i picked that moment in particular so it's funny that you should say that Mm -hmm. because i also picked girls five eva wow winner winner (laughs) but uh which is why it was so funny when you transitioned by being like (laughs) five stars and speaking of i was like "Hmm, really Hmm." um the moment i chose however was the episode where they film the music video in the abandoned mall i love that episode yes (laughs) everything about them doing their instagram live in the empty mall after being on this absolute roller coaster of like the whole trajectory of their lives together like yes please the light from the sabaro sign looks like a ring light what (laughs) it's so pure Talk about, like, most important TV that you may have missed this year. Yeah, add that to your list, listener. Activate those Peacock subscriptions just for Girls 5 Eva. It is worth the it. best. Worth it. Girls 5 Eva wins. Girls 5 Eva. Done. Absolutely, it does. Done. Done. Thrilled for it. I love it. I love it when we accidentally agree. <laughs> <laughs> we don't follow embargo often, but we do embargo awards. We yeah. So it's very satisfying when we mm-hmm. agree. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, time you got the most got in yeah. 2021. Now, this for me was my no-brainer. Ooh. This... 
there's no other way to describe the physical, <laughs> spiritual, emotional, mental experience that I had oh other God. than, <laughs> fuck, I've been got. And that was Dan Rad in assless chaps singing Shove Me Kevin Around the Mountain. <laughs> yep. <laughs> And I, I, this was, I like marked this one as it was happening in real time. I was oh, like, yeah. I've been got. Yep. There's nothing that's going to happen to me this year that's going to get me more. Nothing. And nothing did. Nothing did. That was in like, what, April? <laughs> yeah, March or April, somewhere early in the year. And like, I still watch that video a couple times a week. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, you know how there's the meme on Twitter that like anytime that lip sync battle video of what's his face doing Rihanna comes mm-hmm, on the timeline, mm-hmm. you have to stop and watch it. Dan Rad, she'll be coming around the mountain. Is that for me? Except it's like anytime you think of Dan Rad, you have to drop everything and watch it. Yeah, because I'm still I'm still not over it. And as many times as I've seen it, I'm still not over it. HBO drops the Harry Potter reunion. and I'm like, will there be assless chaps? And if there are no assless chaps, then I'm not interested. Correct. <laughs> I mean, not correct, because that was an emotional journey. No one deserves it. <laughs> it's really specific to this context, to be yeah. clear. Yeah. <laughs> so that is why it was not my wildest ride, because it was actually the time I got got. I mean, those things sometimes go hand in hand. They really That's, do. It's a hard I just, one to choose. Yeah. It's, it's a gamble. It is a gamble. I think you win. Um, I'm going to go go out and tell you my pick, but I think you win. Um, <laughs> I think Dan Rad wins by default. Yes. He may also win Hot or Tall. <laughs> <laughs> I did consider putting that as most cinematic as well. <laughs> I did too. There is something like really artful about that last shot where he's on top of the piano with his legs against the wall, oh just like hip thrusting into the air. <laughs> oh man. Um I took this one a little bit more earnestly. So the time I got the most got in 2021 was overall the show Starstruck on HBO, which is a British import six episode rom-com, like straight up rom-com, 20 minute episodes. You crush it in a day and it's delightful. And it was like built by algorithm for me. <laughs> um, it's like, Which could be why I've never heard of it. How have you not heard of it? I haven't heard of it. I, I mean, feel like once a week, it, someone on my Twitter timeline discovers it and watches it in a day and they're like, this is the best. And but because it's so short, it's like a fleeting moment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um it's like it's very funny. It's not so conventional that like it's cliche. Um if it, it's about a like late 20s, early 30s something who works like you know, like kind of aimless young adult <laughs> um who accidentally accidentally hooks up with a movie star on new year's eve and doesn't know that he's famous until after and then is like they have a like long it's a over a course of a year and they have this like will they won't they sort of but like it's not as black and white as that i guess mm-hmm 
Um, it's, <laughs> it's sounds very like it'll funny. have a lot in common with the upcoming Jennifer Lopez, Owen Wilson <laughs> well. rom-com film. <laughs> um, the actress in it is um, a comedian, and she's hilarious, and also her comedy special is really good, so that I will say as well, but Starstruck was delightful, and it's like a good salve for just life <laughs> for everything <laughs> for everything for when you got nothing else to watch i don't know who i taught someone talked to me and was like i just need something to watch to like distract myself and i uh-huh. was like starstruck done like <laughs> so solve all your problems i love that so that's my earnest time i got the most got by a plain old ass rom-com but <laughs> dan rad he yeah, I, I got got. He and wins. you know the thing about it is everyone in that scene got got. Everyone everywhere got got. <laughs> that's how you know. We've said this so many times, but that's how you know not enough people are watching the show. Not enough because people are watching it. every person who saw that scene got got. But yeah. no one is talking about it, which means that not enough people got got. I Yeah, I think it's worth mentioning that that entire season is really great so good i'm i only made it like another episode after the assless chaps episode oh my god i kind of needed like (laughs) a minute and i need to go back and finish it because i was having a lot of fun with that season it's like a full-on like trumpism allegory Mm -hmm. and it's really really sharp it's so good yeah i love it I hope I hope it continues to be that good because I think it like leveled up significantly from the first two seasons for me. Yeah, I agree with that. All right. Ooh, I love this category. <laughs> I struggled with this category. I couldn't think of a single thing. What? Not because I've watched so much television, but because I feel like I just didn't even know what television there was this year i'm jumping ahead but i feel like the ratio on this is going to be like i have no shows to put forward and you have an infinite number of shows to put forward no i actually like had to really think about it which is kudos to you because you watch tv that might be like a first (laughs) i know um and actually i'm gonna it's a repeat nomination for me i have a repeat as well so this category is the most important TV that Kirstie missed this year. <laughs> <laughs> it's my opportunity to put Kirstie on blast for not doing her homework. She um, earned it. She earned that opportunity. It's It gets harder and harder, though. Um, <laughs> but definitely, hands down, though you've seen some of it, Succession is what you missed this year. My first entry was Succession again? Yes. Yeah, it seems like season three was extremely important. Like, I just want you to be part of the discourse. And it's there's not good that I didn't jokes. like it. It's just that like I made a bunch of progress and then I stopped and I just haven't. Once I stop something, it's very difficult to pick it back up. <laughs> Even if I didn't stop it on purpose. Like, I watched a bunch of episodes while shredding papers one day. And yeah. then I had to stop shredding papers to go pick up my child. And that was it. You got. You got to get back in there. I got to get back in there. I've been sitting on my good tweet, bad tweet Slack channel <laughs> for literal weeks now. 
<laughs> I'm in another Slack. So there's a good tweet, bad tweet. It's okay. But like, <laughs> I'm waiting to deploy it until you catch up. But I felt like you would have had a lot of fun with the discourse for the season three. And it's like, you can follow along, but yeah, it's not I'm as fun. Along great, I think it's not as fun. <laughs> There's a lot of jokes I want to make that I can't make because they're going to not land. All right. So anyway. 20, you heard it here first, folks. 2022, I'm going to finish Succession. You've already started, so you're halfway there. It's a leg I up on I, any other year. I it's possible I even got into season two. That's what you told me before. I, like, yeah, you I'm, can do this. I, I believe can do in you. This. I can do it. <laughs> it's worth it. <laughs> So I had Succession. I had the end of the season of Ted Lasso, but I didn't know how I, I didn't hear any discourse about the end of Ted Lasso. So I didn't know how important the end of the season was. Um, There was only one piece of like real discourse, I would say, and I think it like upset people. Yeah, I mean, I so watched I the discourse episodes. There were like those two middling episodes. No, that, there's like... one at the end. Oh, okay. Gotcha. It's like a character choice. It's not so much like a emotional upset. It's like mm. a why why would you choose to do the things you do? I I have like a weird experience with a season of Ted Lasso where I loved it when I watched it and now I'm like, was it good? So I really need That's to give my it a impression second from Twitter. I need to give it a second try. Usually that helps. And then the last one that I'm not confident about, there are a lot of question marks in my notes. Was Moonshow, whose mm. actual title I can never remember. For All Mankind. For All Mankind. I always get it mixed up with another show, the one, the animal show. There's like Moonshow and Animal Show in my brain. <laughs> I don't and know about animals. Their titles are interchangeable as far as I'm concerned. Anyway, um, Moonshow feels important. I couldn't remember if they had a season this year. They did. I know it's... I'm. I know I'm missing it. Moonshow's incredible. I don't know that you have the patience for Moonshow mm, or the like exactly attention right. span for Moonshow because Moonshow's like out of a ten season, ep ten episode season, six episodes are like slog, 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 <laughs> build, 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 and then like firing on all cylinders for four episodes that are incredible television. So it's season two of Everwood. <laughs> yes yes like it's it's a very good show and it's really interesting and they it's good i don't know that i would say it's for you and i'd like uh, to pick things that are for you for this uh -huh. category no i mean succession wins for sure yes i just wanted to float my others no i think they're they're not off base. Mm -hmm. I think your husband would watch For All Mankind with you, which is why I would promote that. But we've been incorrect about everything we've thought he would watch so far. So. I think, I think he the lied. key is we just have I think to not. Lied. I agree. I think we just have to not tell him. Yes. Yes. And it just has to be on. Yes. I think that's yes. the trick. He's played the video game about making the spaceships. Like, it's it's literally, like, <laughs> it's there. Show. It's right there. Um, so this is another category that we always struggle with every year. Mm -hmm. I actually, this is another one that I felt like I knew in the moment that oh. I watched it. Okay. Um, and that is best friendship moment. 
So my best friendship moment of the year was the speech that Roy Kent gives to Rebecca early (gasps) in season two of Ted Lasso when she's talking about dating a guy who's like nice enough and he just snaps out of nowhere and is like, don't fucking settle. Mm hmm. Oh, my God, you win. I think it's a speech that like I have never heard anyone give out loud that way. Um, And maybe ever. And I think more people need to fucking hear it. Yeah. And like, bless Roy Kent for saying it. And I think what was beautiful about the deployment of it is that he and Rebecca are not friends. Yeah. They're like adjacent. But like, Roy Kent still cares about her because they're adjacent. And Mm -hmm. also because he respects her humanity enough to be like, don't fucking settle. Yeah. And he didn't have to do it, and he did it, and it was earnest and kind and wonderful. Yes. So, there you go. I mean, that's the correct answer. I'll tell you my nomination, but it is not correct. Um, But it's funny because this ties back to your wildest ride. Ooh. Um, In general, this season of Below Deck Med had a huge friendship vibe that we never see and I thought it was so pure, like, especially the deck crew, I think, was, like... They were all such so buddies. So pure. And, like, you don't usually see a season of Below Deck where the entire crew goes on vacation together after yeah. living on a boat together for, like, eight weeks or whatever. And I just felt like Below Deck needs more friendship. And I thought that was a good... um I don't know, like a a good model to put forth in the future. And I hope we get more seasons like that. Yeah, there there was like a season of OG, I think, where the crew also became friends, although it wasn't as pure. And like, it is really like you watch these people go through a lot and spend a lot of time together and you can appreciate why they get to the end of the season, even if they liked each other on the boat and are all like deuces, like yeah. I'm out. And it was so like wonderful to see people who actually got to bond there were definitely like outliers but i think the majority of people genuinely liked each other and i think that was so refreshing for that show that often lives for drama yeah absolutely (laughs) it like reinforces my belief that below deck is like it's still a reality show so it's still exploitive But it's, like, a different kind. (laughs) It is a different kind. (laughs) It's not... It's not a Real Housewives or or any other kind of reality show. Like, there is a different ethos to it. It's, like, possibly for moderately nice people sometimes. Yeah, I mean, this is... I think it's been nominated for one of these awards every year that we've been watching it. Mm -hmm. Because, like... The clients aren't usually nice. No. And not everybody on the crew is nice. But typically it's it's about the spirit of teamwork and getting the job done. Yeah. Even if you hate each other. But in mm-hmm. this case, they loved each other. And they it was so wonderful. Other. It was great. Um, but you're correct. You won. <laughs> <laughs> I'll happily take that one. Um. Okay. This next award is the best use of high-end finishes, and I apologize for your edit, but I have a video clip. Okay. Okay. Only because I know you haven't seen this, and I feel like it really... I can't deliver this argument without the video. Sure. I'll put it in the notes for y'all, okay. but... Or someone will, but... 
<laughs> um, yeah, bold claim. Bold claim. My best use of high-end finishes comes from an episode of What We Do in the Shadows. Okay. Titled The Wellness Center. Okay. And the high-end finish that is used is the song One Week by Bare Naked Ladies. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that is a high-end finish and i haven't even the, seen the video yet and like i'm i'm already on board well my lead up is that in this episode nandor is depressed about his meaningless vampire life <laughs> and he goes on a vampire council errand to collect like a, a dues from this wellness center and he finds out that the wellness center promotes like a lifestyle of living as a human Mm -hmm. (laughs) instead of as a vampire. And it's like a cult that he gets um, wrapped up into. And so he spends some time there and I'm going to send you this link. Okay. And I just need you to give it, give it the minute of one week (laughs) (sighs) because this entire thing came on the heels of Daniel Radcliffe and Lassie's Jeffs. Oh my god. And I just want to say that too. Were you so alarmed? I do I do think there's some kind of like default rule where like bare naked ladies do just like win. <laughs> like, but oh my god, that must have been like you must have been exhausted if that came on the heels of Dan. <laughs> like, I honest to god think it was like within a couple weeks apart. Oh my god. And so god. when I think about like television this year, I think about like I think about Oprah. I think about Dan Radnatzel's chaps, and then I think about Nandor in short shorts doing aerobics to One Week by Bare Naked Ladies. Like, what? And, like, honestly, that feels right. It's that right. That combination feels right. It's right. Like, no one asked for this episode. Like, I know everyone really, really loves, oh my god, what's his name now? The episode of What We Do in the Shadows. Where he's the coach. You haven't seen this one yet. No. I don't think. It doesn't matter. Anyway. Yes, it does. Hold on. (laughs) Jackie Daytona. Thank you. (laughs) I know that's everyone's, like, pinnacle episode, but this is my pinnacle episode of this show. I can see that. I can absolutely see that. Who is this for? It's for me. Like, (laughs) no one asked for it. But we got it. So my high-end finish is that. It's long-winded. I apologize. It was so pure. (laughs) So uh, because this is apparently an assless chaps podcast now, (laughs) my best use of high-end finishes is not assless chaps, strictly speaking, um, but it is a pantsless ass. And that is the <laughs> pantsless ass of Sam Hewen's skinny dipping in Men in Kilts. Wow! Wow! Because they absolutely knew what they were doing. Wow. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. I wasn't expecting that somehow. <laughs> no one could. <laughs> the vibe of this entire award show being <laughs> short shorts, atlas shafts, and just asses is... <laughs> wow. Oh wow. my god. I... <laughs> I do think it's really funny to imagine the Kirstie and Kelsey of the 2016 iteration of this podcast and to just be like my friends at some point you will spend like two hours talking about Daniel Radcliffe's ass among other things wow we're in a different place we're in a different place (laughs) they wouldn't know what we've been through so true so true um wow 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 I honestly don't no on this one i kind of want to give it to mandor but i don't know i think i do too because do we just give it to asses (laughs) all ass (laughs) (laughs) you know what no i know what we give it to it is it is men doing camp comedy. Yes. Yes. For us. <laughs> and I'll put Sam Hewitt's naked running into the ocean as part of this. Yes. A thousand percent. That's a thousand percent what it is. <laughs> they do this whole bit where they try to pretend it's like a bet between him and Graham. Yeah. And I was, was like, no, was it's never not. That was never a bet. That was, <laughs> was never a contract. bet. <laughs> That was always the plan. Yeah. (laughs) I feel good about that. I feel amazing about that. That is a well-earned award. Thank you. We don't say this lightly, but thank you, men. And thank you, bare naked ladies. Also, that ties in. (laughs) Thank you, God. Wow. Holy shit. Oh. oh my god. How is it already time? Oh, I'm like kind of sad to see this one come to a close. It's been a spicy one. It's been so fun. <laughs> it's a good reminder of why, even though I stress myself out all year about what TV I can watch or remember, why I still enjoy doing it. It's so fun. It's so fun. All right, you have the honors. Oh, I get to go first. Okay. Well, as is tradition with this award, the best hate watch of 2021. Yeah. I chose to look at the spirit of hate watch as opposed to the spirit of television, strictly speaking. Kelsey's having PTSD flashbacks from the year I nominated Square Hockey Musical. <laughs> but I was I'm like, not. Don't worry. I'm just thinking we might be on the same path. I was thinking about what truly delighted me the most and was unexpected and would be difficult to explain to somebody else and didn't have like a real 
purpose in this life, but watching it just made me happy and brought me joy. And so that thing is Cab View. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's Cab View, huh? It's Cab View. And I did cite a, uh, a, article from the Washington Post that came out in April 2021 about the rise in popularity of Cab View. Goodness. Um, So I do feel like this is (laughs) (laughs) evidence-based. I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled about Cab View. My nomination was also um, bending the rules. But it was train month overall. Uh. And I think if we wanted to play by the rules, kind of, I think in terms of an of a hate watch, a true hate watch, SAS Red Notice oh, did fuck. it for me. <laughs> Shit. Like, you can't beat the multiple levels that that delivered on. Fuck. Including... Mr. Hot and Tall in perpetuity, trains. Mm -hmm. Um, Tobogganing in a gas line. Tobogganing in a gas line. Infrastructure. Uh, Bananas plots that don't make sense. Like, we hated it, and yet we were thrilled. We were thrilled. Inexplicable costuming choices. Like... (laughs) (laughs) That movie delivered on exactly what a hate watch is for me. That's so true. That's so true. But I think, like, the ultimately trains. It's trains. Trains win. We don't hate trains. But no. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what's always been tricky about Hate Watch, right? Is that sometimes the hate is not to be taken literally. Right. Trains. Because it's not, in my mind, it's not like, in my mind, there's like, categories of content right and so there's like the content that people watch because that's what's like accepted and that's like what people do right like you watch succession you watch (laughs) Mad Men, you watch sure television right like you watch like actual things and then on the other hand there's this this whole wide world of other stuff where it's like you watch it but why yeah and the answer is because it delights you it could delight you in a lot of different ways, but it's because it delights you. And Nothing trains has brought me more delightful. lasting joy than Cab View, I will say. Oh my god. I've I watched Cab View a couple times this week and it was just like therapeutic. It's therapeutic. I love Cab View. Cab View Lori Rocks 777. Shout out. Shout out. Lori Rocks is out there doing the Lord's work. Um yeah, I I chose Cab View specifically because there I don't other than Dan Rad and Assless Chaps, I don't think that there's any other piece of content that I've engaged with this year that left as big of an impact on me as Cab mm-hmm. View. Mm-hmm. But really trains cuz I also I was going to nominate um Dick Strawbridge's show, but that yep. came out in 2017. But like that show was a hate watch. Julie Walters yep. was hilarious. Like that was oh a my great God. show. Yeah. And like 
I think train month was our best personally our favorite time for the year i agree that was such a fun block of episodes the listeners may disagree (laughs) train month was for us train month was for us you know i know that they say that like content creators are supposed to make the content for their audience but sometimes it's a little treat (laughs) just for us treat for us (laughs) you can have a little train as a treat (laughs) (laughs) all right well trains trains man trains love it i love awards this has been incredible i feel so good about this agreed we got the best of the best in here truly truly it might be our strongest year yeah jesus um (laughs) What's going on over there? Unclear. It's on the other side of the wall. I don't worry about it. <laughs> um, do we do we want to pick our pilots, or are we not in the in the headspace? Two pilots, so probably not. <laughs> our next episode is pilot palooza. Stay tuned. <laughs> Stay tuned. We will find some form to announce our pilots to. Yikes. We can okay. well later. Later this weekend, we can, or this week or whatever, we can do a mini, mini pilot draw. We can just tweet it. <laughs> we can tweet it. We'll figure it's it fine. out. Anyway. It's fine. Okay. Cool. So yeah, Pilot Palooza. We'll watch a bunch of pilots. Yeah. And then yeah. we have like a stacked next couple of months. After yeah. That, what did you say we that have... were planned out through like May? Yeah. Like y'all think we don't have a plan and that's usually true, but right now. We got we a fucking plan. plan. We have the American Song Contest. We are concerned mm-hmm. about that. Deeply um, concerned. We have some, like, medical drama content that we're yep. going to dive into, I think. We're going to do a quick, brief history of the medical television. Um, We have the War of the Period dramas. Yep. Outlander's coming back. We have a lot of thoughts. We have a lot of thoughts now, because... yeah. There's a Megxit going on, and we're There's thrilled. a Megxit going we're on thrilled. in Outlander, and it's fair. And well-earned. And, and overdue, Outlander. quite frankly. And Outlander. It's over. Yeah. It's over. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. I, I just, I want to know. I want to be, I want to know everything. I think we got a lot. We got a lot in that news story today. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Anyway. um, Yeah. And then it'll be Eurovision season before too long. Shit. You're right. Yeah. Kirstie will have another romantical moment. (laughs) (laughs) I like I'm in the fandom now, y'all. So um, yeah, it's like almost so much that it's hard to take in because it's like (laughs) it's like. Inside insider baseball, and you're like, what? What is she talking about talking? now? Because she's talking about like the the individual country competitions, <laughs> and I'm like, talk okay, to me when to it's be the clear, final. I don't get into the national selections. However, there is a song, <laughs> at- <laughs> the national selections. Okay, <laughs> there is a song that is in the national selection for Latvia, I think, right now, um, called, uh. Like, I eat salad or eat your salad or something like Goodness. that. 
Google some combination of those words and Eurovision and you will find it. It just went viral on TikTok. And it is, talk about a wild ride. Oh my goodness. So, anyway. Enjoy anyway, that. Kirsten's <laughs> on the beat, guys. <laughs> um, yeah, if you have anything you want us to cover in the next six months, <laughs> hit us up. Yeah. You can do that um, on Twitter, at HateWatchWithUs, or via email, HateWatchWithUs at gmail.com. You can use some sort of contact functionality on our website, HateWatchWithUs.com, or you can leave us a five-star review if you're requesting any kind of watching, um, wherever you are listening to this right now. We're also members of the Thought Bubble Audio Network, and they have lots of other shows about other kinds of content, and you can find them over at ThoughtBubbleAudio.com, um, where they have the list of all the shows, or you can find them at ThoughtBubbleFM on Twitter, or ThoughtBubbleAudio at gmail.com, and they also have a Patreon if you want us to do another six years of award shows. <laughs> if you want us to only do awards, weekly awards. Oh my God, can you imagine? <laughs> Oh, the pressure. Um, I also, speaking of awards, I want to nominate our other show for an award. Uh, (laughs) That show is called the Everwood Pinecast. Yes! And all the pine cones for the Pinecast. Yeah, we are wrapping up season two by the time you listen to this, probably. So if you like Everwood or if you've never watched it, but you want a classic early 2000s WB family drama to get into on HBO Max, like, Check out the Everwood Pinecast um, on Apple Podcasts or wherever. Between me as a first-time viewer and some other first-time viewers in our podcast orbit, I can tell you that if you've never considered watching Everwood, you will be surprised (laughs) by how you will feel once you begin to watch Everwood. Yes. Yes. That will be perhaps your wildest ride. (laughs) Goodness. (laughs) I tell you, if it had been eligible, oh goodness, <laughs> season two might have made an appearance. Oh. Um, yeah. So yeah. that's the show, folks. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you for Pilot Palooza. We'll s- pilots. Bye. Bye. <laughs>